0: Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clementson, and if you're a recruiter out on your own or just lacking general advice or guidance, you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the motivation, the support, and the, what is it, the mentorship to make you the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, and let's take your desk to another level. Now, today, I want to help you on your big picture, where where you're headed, and where are you now? Um, this has come off the back of an internal, um, you know, daily, um, quarterly conference that we just had, and we did a whole session around um, where are you headed in terms of your desk and your business, and where are you now, and understanding what the gap looks like. So a lot of people they kind of know what they do as a recruiter, they kind of know their targets and about what they're chasing, but what does it look like? And so I want to help work that out with you today um i'm I'm not going to put a lot into this um episodes actually if you want to get the most out of today's episode you're going to have to put in the work and it shouldn't take you long we we put an hour on this and we we buddied up and we worked it together and when we came out the end everyone was quite um vitalized by that experience so i want you to ask you we started with this and i want to ask you this is what does striving to be number one mean to you and your desk well, what does num- being number one mean to you and your desk? I don't think anyone in recruitment goes out to be average. No one's intention whenever they do anything is to be just average, particularly in recruitment because we see the people who are doing well and we see the amount of money that we could be making and we go, I want to be like that. Guarantee it. And if you listen to this podcast, I, I definitely guarantee it because you're motivated to get out the external um, you know, motivation. You're trying to hone your craft. You're trying to develop yourself. So... I'm fairly confident if you're listening today you want to be number one in what you do but what does number one actually mean? The challenge that we have as recruiters is making that tangible. How on earth do you say you're the best recruiter at what you do? and I, and I think what what we want to work on is being able to articulate that okay so it's it's things like and th- and this feeds into the next bit right which is where where are you headed? Right and like, what does it look? What does your desk look like in two years' time? If in two years' time you nailed it and you have it down pat, what is it that that looks like, and why does that mean you're number one in in that area? So g- let me give you some examples. So if I were to start a desk today, right, and I wanted to start in, I don't know, let's just call it bus drivers. I want to be number one recruiter of bus drivers. And I'm saying bus drivers because everyone knows what that is. I could have gone tech or engineering or whatever, but it gets a bit lost. But bus drivers, people understand. Okay. So if I now know that in two years' time, I want to be the guy for bus drivers, I also want to be able to see, say, in what jurisdiction or what location. So do I want to be number one recruiter for bus drivers in Sydney and within Sydney, am I doing just the northern beaches? Am I doing just, you know, the Southern Shire? Or am I doing the all of Sydney? We want to be able to articulate what we want. I'm thinking two years' time, I can get some automation into the piece. I can have my projects and LinkedIn set up. I can probably have my database pumping. I'm going to have a good set of clients. I really think that I can probably make, you know, three or four placements in bus drivers a month in Sydney. So then I go three or four. Is that okay? No, I probably want to... I'll probably want a little bit more. Maybe I should look at Newcastle and maybe I should put, probably look at Canberra. Actually, the more I think about it, yes, I want to be I want to be New South Wales, but like in the key, key towns. I want to be the number one for Newcastle, the number one for Central Coast, the number one for Sydney, and a number one for Canberra and Wollongong. And if I can dot those, what is that one, two, five or six cities, then I reckon, and, and I dominate. And what I mean by dominator is that clients call me first port of call when they go to recruiters. Who is the recruiter they call um, uh, to get bus drivers? This is one example. I understand, and 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 so then I can point to that and go, "I'm number one in these areas for bus drivers." I understand that some markets are so big, you, it's really hard for you to say, "I am the guy" or "I am the girl." It, it, I get that too. So let's just take, um, let's just take IT for example. It's massive. To say that you are the number one recruiter in ITs. Impossible because IT is so diverse. Got so many different niches. Got so many different client types. It's really hard to actually say that. But if you're able to say, "I'm the number one provider of security consultants in the Parramatta region, or in or in Sydney region," um, then you know uh, that's possible. So if you at any point go, "It's too hard. There's too much competition, or whatever," you need to just find a Find your patch. Find the bit that you are going to dominate, okay? Um, and then and just keep working it out. So find those little things you're going to dominate in. Fast forward two years and go, is that going to be enough in two years' time? No, because once I dominate that, I'll probably then peel away and go into this part of the city and peel, and dominate that and da-da-da-da. So it's really being able to articulate what you want to be number one in and then what does that look like? And, and then comparing that to where you are today. What does your desk look like today? Are you doing that now? Are you dominating that space you uh, said you want to dominate? No, because we're we're starting our desk, right? So if we're just starting our desk, what's the first step I can make to put me on the path to where I want to be in two years' time? So knowing where you want to be in two years, knowing where you are today, and putting in steps. So this month, okay, I know I want to be Australia-wide, looking after this skill for this type of client. Well, I'm going to start in Melbourne. I'm going to start in Melbourne. It's my hometown and I'm going to do that. And once I've got the, f- the full client list um, up and running, I have got everyone's phone numbers and emails and I can contact them and get CVs in. I've got all my projects set up on LinkedIn so that when I do get a brief, I'm boom. I've got my talent pool set up, not just in LinkedIn, but on my CRM or whatever. So you've got the client side, you've got the candidate pool, um, ready to rock and roll. And it, And there's some sort of automation now because it's no longer building out those lists. It's just working through them. Once you're working through a list, and you're in that rhythm of, okay, jobs in, you know, briefies out, candidates in, job offers out, closing deals, and you're just kind of repeating this sort of thing. It's not really growing the client list. That's your cue to go, okay, it's kind of in motion now. How much time have I got a week that I can add to a new market? So now we go new market development. Okay, let's go to that second phase. That's just up the road, but it's, it's just up the road, but I don't have the clients. I don't have the projects set up in LinkedIn. Da-da. And you just keep repeating this process of client lists, Projects on LinkedIn, getting your talent pool set up, getting your contact list ready to rock and roll. And once they're built and you're starting to get traction, you're starting to transact and you've got that rhythm going, clients starting to see who you are and you go, cool, that's now just in automation mode. I've got two locations I'm working on, great. Um, or two areas that I'm working, two, two specializations I'm working in. You go for the third. So whatever your end goal is, you want to every month be going, what am I? what's, what's business as usual? And in what's growing, okay? And then in two years' time, you're going to look back and go, oh, my goodness, Like I have got this whole country or this whole area, everything I want to do, I'm covering. And I can point to it and go, I'm number one in that. A little side note, number one, going on terms of what are you number one in? It doesn't have to be an area like jurisdiction. It could be a client. You, you might identify three key clients and go, I want to be the person the go-to person for these three companies Um, because, you know, within that you've got a lot of work that's going to come out, a lot of repeat work or whatever. So being number one for a particular company is also um, something that that you could articulate or being the number one recruiter for this skill set specifically, you know, and whether that is for using, you know, um, taking those candidates to consultancies or to end users or to to government or whatever, um, the power of being able to point to and say, I'm, I dominate this space. It will flow through all your advertising. It will f- flow through all your marketing. It will flow through all your client pitches. Before you know it, you are the person because you're saying you're the person. Okay, there's just so much power in it. When you go and see a client or you speak to a candidate and you're broad and vague and they don't know what you do, there's no power in that. There's no power in that. When I started Alra. All we did was residential property valuers in Sydney. That was it. Before you knew it, we had regional New South Wales. We had Melbourne. Uh, we had Victoria regionally. And we were hiring people into those markets. And then from there, we went, that's a great solid foundation. We pushed up into the big instit- institutional brands, CBRE, Colliers, and the likes of doing more of the bigger um, valuation things. That market certainly shifted since then. But it was we started small. And we, 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 we built it out so that we were the dominant player. And then we moved and we did it to the next next town or next um, um, specialisation. And I can tell you now, when we were when we were marketing, it was like, we've done this many placements. This is what we do. Um, no one else can touch us. Look at our advertising. Dah, dah, dah. And to this day, we dominate that space. And so if you can do that for yourself, I can tell you now, life gets easier. Leads come your way. Jobs come your way. New clients come your way candidates come your way and you barely feels like you're working for it i.e you're not headhunting you're not advertising they're just coming through because you are the magnet to that to that sector so that's all i've done for your day i hope that helps someone where are you headed where are you now build a path to get there and get on with it have an amazing day like us share us subscribe give us a five-star review i want those five-star reviews if you're on spotify right now look at your app look at your app Give me a five-star review. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. It really helps grow this podcast. It really helps other recruiters and other people searching for this content find it and um, we really do appreciate it. Have an amazing day. May all your deals come true.